Welcome to Locky Town, home of the Hammerlock. I'm your host, Fern Stradamus. I am here with Baru Betts. It is week nine of college football, week eight of the NFL. And we're going to talk a little bit about a disastrous weekend at the casino in Lake Tahoe. We're going to do a little bonus NBA action, and then we'll get into our college football and NFL picks. Baru, you might have had your worst weekend ever. It happened at the casino in Tahoe. It had to be a blurry weekend. Just just what happened? It, it, it wasn't my, my, might be my worst weekend ever. It was definitely my worst weekend ever. I lost pretty much everything I had gained this year. Uh, kind of like when you're preparing for a natural, national disaster, natural disaster, whatever natural, they are. Natural. natural disaster. You know, you go into the, the shelter at home and you're safe, your family's safe, but you come out and you see your house is gone. And that's pretty much what <laughs> happened. All my credit, everything I built up, I've got is gone. I'm still in the green, but I'm hanging by a thread. Uh, we were at the casino, hanging out with some buddies, uh, hanging out with one guy, and he's just kind of like that kid um, who your, your parents just tell, you know, don't go hang out, don't go down the street and hang out with him. He's, he's a bad guy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, your parents and, always know, too. Yeah, They're right. And, and they are really right. It's and, always uh, a bad guy. And I'm like, should I put 50 on each bet, 100 on each bet? He's like, oh, dude, put the most you can on each bet. You know, he's just that little, he's just that guy. It's like, yeah, my, my parents talked to me about you, and now I know why. No so, bankroll management. No, he died. No bankroll management. I was not practicing bankroll management at all at the casino. What What is the equivalent of like a bad friend gambler? Is it bankroll management, bad locks? Um, yeah, I would say, I, I mean, the worst the worst type of friend is the one who gives you like all bad bets. Uh, the one who keeps telling you, the one who tells you to keep betting is definitely up there. But at least you know he's still betting with you. Um, so I went one and four on the on the bets, and that was very tough. We we're at the casino. The only one we won, we had someone uh, take their shirt off, and he was getting yelled at by the bookmaker. He said, "I'll kick you out." <laughs> the guy with the shirt off says, "I don't fucking care. Kick me out." So things are going well. Hold on, um, hold on. Did he get kicked out? No, he put his shirt back on, and <laughs> okay. um, he he didn't get kicked out. So, I'll leave him nameless, but it was it was quite the show. So he won a bet and went shirtless in the sports book. Yes, as as the uh, game winning touchdown hit uh, with <laughs> a minute left in the Oregon game, so he took his shirt off and uh, got a little crazy. And it it was worth it, you know. It was the only bet I hit of the entire day, so I was pretty happy about that. Uh, also met an old man. He seemed very wise, sitting down by himself. He had Illinois on the money line. I'm like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. And I tailed him, and guess what? He didn't know what he was fucking doing. I took my only winnings, and I put it on the bet he liked, and I lost that one. So I went 1-5. Penn State, Michigan under, didn't hit. Uh, Temple got smacked. Um, Utah killed Arizona State. I forget the other one I had. Whatever it was, it was a goddamn massacre out there for me. And it was, I didn't even bet. I didn't go to roulette table. I didn't go to blackjack. I didn't go to craps. I was as responsible as one could be at the casino. You know, I thought I was just going to be doing my sports betting and I still lost a shitload of money. So is that being responsible? I think it's almost uh, irresponsible not to, not to spread your luck and try to hit somewhere else. Yeah, I was. I'd like to also give a shout out to the lovely people at Bank of America for withholding uh, my account when I tried to draw out more. That was very, just very nice of them. So oh my shout God. out to them. <laughs> well, I was trying to help out a friend who needed more, you know, but thank God everything got cut off. So the, the most important thing is that 
we had fun, and I'm still somehow in the green. That's I, I guess you're right. So it was fun, even though you lost all the money. It was fun, um, but okay. I felt like you know. Would you do it again? Would I do it again? Uh, yes, in a second. <laughs> I'd go back. I'd go back this weekend just because you know if I'm due. Uh, but the, I think the the worst part was after I took my Saturday of losses. Sunday was just excruciating as well. It was it was a tough one out there. Um, as you know, we have a love hate relationship with the San Diego Chargers. We're it's gonna call them the San Chargers. Diego because yeah. And I took the Steelers two weeks ago and the Broncos three weeks ago, whatever it was. And they get this. I have Chargers on the money liner plus two and a half. They're down three. And they get in the end zone twice. Everyone knows what happened. This motherfucker, Philip Rivers, you know how hard it is? You know how easy it is to fucking QB sneak it? This motherfucker has fucking raw sex with his wife all the fucking time, has 18 kids. I don't understand how this guy won't QB sneak it. QB sneaks are the most efficient play in football. It's proven. They hit 78% of the time in a one-yard situation. I will never get over how fucking dumb this guy is that he can't QB sneak it. We're going to hand off to Melvin Gordon. He's going to fumble. Sick holdout, dude. You've, you've contributed nothing to the team. You fucking suck I, I it would have turned my whole day around if it hit and it's just ridiculous and then also the, the Niners and the Redskins the Niners you can't get fucking I had nine and a half you guys went by nine you can't fucking get one more point you guys can't break off a run Richie James you can't run in the end zone and stay on your feet so those two are those two are also really tough so yeah it was it was a tough weekend two and seven overall but hey that's gambling so you were driving back and having all this happen to you on Sunday I didn't even have I we were driving back so and and I didn't have the uh the red zone or whatever the the radio yeah, for the yeah, Chargers yeah. game so I was just on the app and it kept saying touchdown and I go yeah and it's <laughs> and then it it gets like it takes a minute to refresh and it gets taken back and then another touchdown happens and I'm like okay finally it's all right and then the worst part is we finally get in the car where I have the radio for Chargers Titans on the final call and these announcers aren't explaining anything and they don't know what's going on 30 seconds of silence. Next thing you know, Tennessee has the ball. Melvin Gordon fumbled. Just horrendous. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> in my world, yeah. I switched to using a bookie. Yeah, it's great. Were you positive? And I got paid on Monday. I was positive my first week with the bookie. This, this is totally game-changing to me. And the reason it's game-changing is because I'm betting way more. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, with Bovada, it's such a pain in the ass to deposit more money. It's a credit card thing. You see it on your statement. This is just Venmo. Venmo transactions flying around. I, I don't care about Venmo. It, it, you were telling me Bovada's magic money? No, this shit is magic money. <laughs> I, I am that, it's, it's quick, man. It's quick. All of a sudden, my units are way up. I'm just like looking at a line I like, and I'm like, "Here's a hundred. If I lose it, whatever. I've got some money in my Venmo." It do, it's totally different than Bovada, where if I hit zero, it is a whole ordeal to get money back in that account. So I'm way more cautious on Bovada. Yeah, so, I mean, wait, wait till you get your credit up, and then you're down, and then you just, and then you fight out of the hole. And then those are, those are the best moments when you're down like seven hundred, eight hundred on a Sunday, and you just climb your way back to even. Nope, those are just you can't you can't beat it. That never happened to me before. I was well, always, it's, it's gonna it's, happen. It's gonna happen eventually. Yeah, well, I'm betting a lot more, in including some college football bets that I'll talk about later, or at least one college football bet in particular. There's another game I might hammer tonight. It's a Thursday night game. Clippers Warriors. The Clippers are favored by a point. 
They looked great against the Lakers. This line, it's trappy. I think something's weird with it. But how do you not take the Clippers? They looked so good. And I, I don't think the War- this is not the Warriors team that we're used to. So are the Warriors overvalued or is this a trap? Um, it's definitely not a trap. I don't see I don't get this line at all. I would be hammering it if I wasn't a Warriors fan, but like there's I just can't. I'm not gonna bet on the Clippers. But the Warriors have no bench and the Clippers are twelve deep. The Warriors have no wing depth and the Clippers have fucking Kawhi Leonard, arguably the best player in basketball. So <clears throat> it doesn't really make any sense why this line is so short. I would be hammering it. I'm guessing that they're just getting I don't I guess there's just a lot of stupid people out there and they see Oh, the Warriors at home, they still have Steph, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're Opening home opener. the new arena. But even so, like, you got to have a brain and shit. Like, they don't, <laughs> they don't have Clay Thompson. And, like, even if they had Clay Thompson, if they had Clay Thompson, this line would make sense to me. But they don't. So it doesn't make any sense. I, I don't think, I think the trap line is, I think the Bucks are, what, plus oh, yeah. two? Yeah, yeah, the Bucks against the Rockets. That one seems super fishy, but yes. the Warriors Clippers one, that's, I just think it's like what we were talking about last week where it's, it's not even a trap. It's just it's just too good to be true, and you just take it. Like it's just it's ridiculous. So I would be all over the Clippers sign if I wasn't a Warriors fan. Yeah, I'm going to be putting four or five units on that. But oh. hey, you were you were all over the Kings last night, and I was on the Suns. I was on the other side of that. Oh so. yeah, don't even I. So I traditionally do not bet NBA spreads. I'll live bet um, or I'll take a money line, and I just figured the Kings are better than the Suns, which I still think they are. However. Um, my biggest pet peeve in the NFL is when we don't QB sneak on fourth and one. And my biggest pet peeve in even college basketball and the NBA is when a player's in foul trouble and you take them out. It, oh, makes, yeah. it makes no fucking sense. You're going to put them on your bench so then your team is going to get scored on. Or you're going to put them, like, if your team goes down, you're already fucked. You might as well trust your best player. Jaron Fox has four fouls. Keep him in the game. You guys are winning. Luke Walton takes him out. It's a shit show. They'll lose by 30 at home opener. Sick hire. Vladi Divac. Great stuff all around. Just kings are going to be the kings. Fucking fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck NBA spread betting. I just can't do it anymore. I'm done. I'm done for the year. All right. You're one and done. Classic Peru bets. Let's get into it. College football bets, a place that you and I are both far more comfortable in and have had a lot more success in. Lead us off, Peru. So I am going to take the under 59 in LSU Auburn. And I know LSU offense is fucking absurd. And I know LSU, honestly, they might be the best team in college football this year. But the only way Auburn keeps, I think it's 11.5 point spread, and the only way Auburn stays in this game is if they just run the ball as much as they can and pray their defense keeps in it. And I think Auburn, as I think we both agree, has probably a top five defense in college football, you would yeah. say? Yeah. So I'm leaning the under there. I think, I think they can keep it under. Miami, Pitt, um, I think I've just seen enough from Miami this year. It's a 9 o'clock game, or it's a noon game. Pitt's at home. Minus six. Pitt's done enough. Miami's terrible. I'll take my chances with, with Pitt because I think this line's a little shaky just because how short it is. But, I mean, I like Pitt minus six. Texas Tech minus four and a half at your Jayhawks. I'm going to talk about this one. Yeah, I'll let you talk about that one. But you're, but you're on Tech. Yeah, I'm going to be on Tech. And then, for some reason, I'm going back to the well with Temple. Temple's at home. They're a ten and a half point underdog. They got absolutely shit on last week. <laughs> But, unbelievable. Unbelievable, but at least they are at home, and I'm hoping this will be a little bit of bounce back. If they don't cover this week, I will be done with Temple forever, but I'm taking, I'm giving them one forever. more shot. Forever. No more hoot hooting. Is this going to be forever? All right. 
I one it won't be forever, but it'll be until the next time you like the line. Yeah, exactly. But that might be a long time. All right, take us into NFL. 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 Here we go. NFL. Here we go. Uh, NFL. I kind of am hearing the Chargers. Um, I'm Unbelievable. Gonna, I, at this point, I gotta ride it out because it's if they cover, I'm not gonna be. I want to be there, and we will celebrate together. <laughs> and me and Philip, me and Philip will be will be just hanging out and just celebrating. I think the Bears they're at are, Chicago. Yeah, they're at Chicago. I think the Bears are broken, and I don't think they can beat a team. I think the defense has given up. Mitchell Trubisky sucks. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of bounce back opportunity here, but eh, whatever. Fuck it. It's the fucking Chargers. They got to give me one. Uh, I, I like the Colts minus five and a half. It's a little sketchy because. They're coming off a big win, but the Broncos, I don't know, Joe Flacco, like, come on, he's on, you're going to, I'm not going to, on the road, I just think enough is enough, and then after that, I think I might get into a little teaser parlay action, um, I try to avoid, oh. I try to avoid parlays and teasers just because in the NFL, you just, it's just such, it's, you never know what's going to happen, but I kind of like a Lions-Jags parlay, might parlay the Niners and the Saints, uh, take the juice there. So I'll be all over the place. I'll probably throw up some parlays on Twitter for the NFL. But I think uh, I think after after the Chargers game and maybe the Colts game, I think I'm just going to be doing parlays and uh, teasers in the NFL for a while. All right. I've got my hammer lock of the century. Of the century. Texas Tech minus four at my Kansas Jayhawks. Oh, so man. I can talk about this for an hour if you want. Let's, let's at least give me a minute on it. Let's I'm hear it. give you a highlight. People want to know. So, Kansas, last week I thought they would be frisky against Texas. They should have won that game. And it was in the 50s. Both teams, you know, normally when Kansas has these upset attempts or, or shots or they pull off an upset, it's an ugly, low-scoring game where teams are fumbling and stuff. It's fluky. Kansas looked legitimately good against Texas last week. They've got this new offensive coordinator. He's a guru. The defense tackles really well. Les Miles, the program has a ton of momentum. All signs would point to maybe a Kansas money line. The line moved way down toward Kansas. I got it at Texas Tech minus four. I already saw it bounce back a little bit to four and a half. Here's the thing. There have been many times since 2010 in which Kansas has had a close game or coming off a win, they've had a little bit of momentum, and you think this is the week they're going to get a Big 12 win. They're going to do it. They're playing a bad Big 12 opponent. It always seems to happen against like Iowa State or something. And they always get crushed. Always. I mean, this has happened time and time again. There was one earlier this season. I think it was TCU playing TCU after the Boston College win. They got crushed. TCU had lost to SMU the week before. Here's the deal. Maybe Kansas wins this game, and, and I always say they got to prove it first. History, <laughs> history has shown this is a double-digit Texas Tech win, so I'm hammering it until it's proven otherwise, and I will watch it. I will root for Kansas. They are my team, but Texas Tech should win this game. Hey, sound logic. I'm on, I'm on the Red Raiders. They need it more. Uh, they do I need just, it more. They, they need this to get bowl eligible. Yeah, and Kansas is just, like you said, like this is such, they're fucking Kansas, dude. Like, are you guys really, are you really going to do this and win against Texas Tech at home, or at home whatever, where the fuck they're playing? I just it's, don't see it happening. No, it's homecoming. They're inducting Daryl Stuckey into the ring of honor. I don't know who the fuck Daryl Stuckey is. Exactly. That's how bad this program <laughs> is. 
Oh, well, he's just, a football player. I thought he. <laughs> no, he's a. Yeah, he's a football player. He was. He oh, was, <laughs> he was a good. But here, here's the thing. Like, I would just be shocked to see Kansas win. Now, it'd be a disaster if they have another close loss and don't cover here. I see it as a double-digit Texas Tech win. I just cannot see Kansas doing it again. Now there's some tape on the new offensive coordinator. Yeah, they should have beaten Texas last week. I don't care. Texas Tech getting it done. That's it. And all then, right. all right, right, moving on into my normal picks here. No hammerlock of the sense. Just, just a feeling. Boo, I, I want your take on this. We got Arizona State minus four at UCLA. I kind of like Herm. I kind of like the Devils here. You're the Pac-12 expert. Do you have any feeling on this? Oh, my first feeling is fuck the Pac-12. Uh, my second okay. feeling is I, I like Arizona State uh, against – I like that line, but, I mean, literally, I'm going to go back to my first feeling, fuck the Pac-12. I, we have no – is this a night game? I don't know, man. Okay. Well, that's even better that you don't know what, what time the game is. Um, I, I just don't I – can't, I can't trust either of these teams. I thought Arizona State would be able to do enough against Utah – they didn't. They've been up and down every week. They yep. lose to Colorado at home. They go on the road and beat Michigan State. They beat Cal on the yeah, road. They're wildly inconsistent. They're very inconsistent. And UCLA goes into Stanford and wins the week before. I don't. I don't like either of these teams. I don't trust anyone in the Pac-12 besides Oregon. So I probably right. would stay away from this one. Okay. All right. Well, sorry, sorry to give you no help there. No. But. No. No. That's perfect. All right. I've got another one. I've got Missouri minus 10.5 at Kentucky. Missouri lost to Vanderbilt on the road. Shocking loss. They were really playing well before this. They had beaten Ole Miss. They had beaten South Carolina. Those are some decent teams. I think they bounce back against a bad Kentucky team and, and have a nice one there. They're favored by 10.5. And, and then I've got Memphis minus 10.5 at Tulsa. This is one that I think a lot of the experts are going to be on. Bill Connolly, SP Plus, ESPN has this as a pretty solid Memphis win. I'm following the stats there. I don't care about the road. I don't care about Tulsa. Memphis, easy double-digit win. And then I'm back on our wagon. Penn State. State. Minus six and a half (laughs) at Michigan State. Why aren't you on this with me? You're King Penn State. You are the pride of Penn State. I don't know. Penn State, the last two times they play Michigan State, it's been sketchy. We are. It's just, uh, I, I can't, I mean, I, I mean, it's only Thursday. I could probably convince myself to get on it, but it's just such a weird game. I just don't like how Penn State, they, theoretically, they should cover this game, but it, they, the way they play Michigan State the past two years kind of freaks me out, and don't they have a, a fucking big game next week against someone? Like, I just... No, they play, it's Minnesota. It shouldn't be a big game, but, but it is. That's true. Actually, I think they've got a bye, and then it's Minnesota. Yeah, you know what? I could probably... Coming coming off the Michigan win. I could probably... Yeah, I could probably convince myself to take Penn State here. We are! I could could convince myself to take Penn State in every game. So So I like that, yeah. That is the wagon. Yeah. The other thing, Memphis-Tulsa. That one is is so weird to me because I see... You know, there's people talking about all my projections have me. I like Tulsa, blah, blah, blah. But it's like... Tulsa kind of fucking sucks. Like, your projections can have you one thing, but, like, if you just watch, like, Memphis should be able to cover this. Memphis is a lot fucking better than Tulsa. So Memphis, like Memphis is pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's pretty, pretty much pretty it. fucking good. So I like that Memphis pick. I think the SP Plus has an 18-point Memphis win, and a lot of the experts do, like, Tulsa or whatever. Give, give me my gut and, and some of the advanced stats there from 
our guy Bill Connolly. Plus, Connolly hasn't missed on a Tulsa, or he's missed out of, out of Memphis and Tulsa. Their combined games, he's only missed on two of them. He's hit the spread on all the others. So that's definitely what oh, shit. The, yeah, the right side to be on. Okay, so, yeah, so like that he's tracking them really well. So we're, yeah. we're on Memphis. Are you on yeah. it with me? Uh, you know what? How a about little tiger bait? How, a little tiger bait? How about I do a little teasy smash? I haven't done a teaser. Oh. What, about a Mem- <laughs> what about a Memphis Penn State teaser? I could do that. I think I that's what that. I'm going to do. All right, so we just need do. a close Memphis win. I love that, actually. Yeah. Penn yeah. State squeaks it out. Memphis squeaks it out. Double squeaky, teasy smash, Saturday. I'm on it. Yeah, love that. All right, thank you for that idea. Your brain is my wagon. There All right. You go. Brew, you have anything you want to add? I just want to say that I've been saying on this podcast or in person, I don't even know, the Nationals are a team of destiny, and I took them at plus oh, 215 God damn it. <laughs> to win the World Series, and they're a team of fucking destiny, and they're going to win the World Series, and my future is going to hit, and that's it. I mean, congratulations. <laughs> I, I am from Houston. I want the Astros to win this. I'm pretty – I mean, I haven't even looked at the, the what the series is right now because I'm so upset. I think the Astros are plus two twenty five, so I might reverse it on you and take it the other way. And give yeah, me some I could. Tra- I, what was well, I was gonna take. You could hedge it. I was gonna. I put like a small bet on the Nationals uh, before the series, and then I thought game one, Garrett Cole. There's no way he loses, and then I was gonna put more on the Nationals after they lost game one, and they didn't lose game one, so I got kind of fucked there. But who knows? Maybe if the Astros game win game three, make it a series, I'll double down on the Nationals. Nationals, but we'll see. Nationals. All right. Nationals. Nationals. Who knows? I'm losing. Team of Destiny, curly, curly Ws, whatever. They they are a great team. They're fun to watch. Uh, They're they're tough to hate uh, for sure. Even as an Astros fan right now, so I wish you well in that. I'll I'll actually be staying away. I've got enough emotionally on the line for that. (laughs) We and we are approaching two weeks from now college basketball. So get excited. It's coming. It's coming, and that is when Locky Town thrives. Exactly. So get ready. It is always our week. Here comes a bounce back for Brew. I feel it. Let's I get need rich. it. Let's get rich.